You are now entering the court of Judge Gina Liano. They say a sister is a dearest friend, a closest enemy, and an angel at a time of need. But when your sister has become more devil and less ally, you come to my courtroom. I am Judge Gina, and my decision is final. You better be ready to hear my ruling. These sisters are doing it for themselves. Two out of the three outspoken triplets have come to Judge Gina's courtroom to settle a wedding date clash. Sophie Torber claims that her sister, business partner and friend Amy, has set her wedding date too close to her own. For compensation, Sophie is demanding that Amy publicly apologises at her wedding. My name is Sophie and you might have heard me on Outspoken, the podcast. I have come to judge Gina because I have an issue with my sister's wedding day. She has locked in her wedding for seven weeks before mine and this was after I had already had mine locked in for nine months. I'm Amy and I'm from Outspoken, the podcast. I've been brought to Judge Gina because I'm having my wedding two months after my sister's and she's taking great offence to this. So growing up as triplets, we've always had to share everything. So I was just hoping for my wedding for the lead up to be about me and my partner and to have things separate for once. So my sister Sophie and I, we also run a business together and also a podcast. So we spend nearly 24-7 with each other. So I'm looking for Amy to make a genuine apology during her Maid of Honour speech. I also think it would be appropriate if she fit the bill for some of the hen's party. Today I'm countersuing Sophie for pain and suffering. She's taken a bit of fun out of the whole wedding planning experience for me um, because of her overreaction. So I'm wanting her to foot the bill to have our packers at our wedding day, which is a little bit random, but it should be really fun. Court is now in session. Please rise for Judge Gina. Amy and Sophie, you are two out of a set of triplets, is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So do you, are you living together? Your sister's Kate, is that right? So there's Amy, Sophie and Kate? Yeah, no, we, we used to all live together up until Clearly. we were 30. We, yeah. all, um, <laughs> but we all live with our fiancés and partners now. So. so did you live together out of home or you just grew up together and then all moved to your own locations? No, we all rented together. So that was an interesting time, actually having to be adults and then live with your sisters. Judge, so. Judge Gina, the fights that went on at that rental, the poor neighbours, it was just constant. <laughs> what so, about at home, you poor parents probably? Oh, <laughs> yes, they were happy when we moved out. So when did you all start working together? We started working together three years ago now in podcasting and Sophie and I have been business partners for six, six years. years now. So three years ago in podcasting and six years, what's your business? called Hula Media. It's a PR and digital agency. So yeah, our lives are very interlocked. So, well, congratulations, girls. You're both engaged to be married. Thank you. And you've come to me today. It seems that uh, you both have an issue with each other and that is the timing <laughs> of your wedding plans. That's right, Judge Gina. Sophie, how long have you been with your partner? Uh, I've been with my partner for almost seven years. And what about you, Amy? Uh, for five years. No, six years. Sorry, Judge Gina. On Sophie's application, it says to me that um, you both got engaged on the same day 
and that your partners thought Christmas Eve would be a special day to pop the question and they were unaware they both had the same plan. So basically, um, Judge Sheena, what happened is I arrived very excited that Dale had proposed. Um, Sophie's partner's face dropped when he heard the news and then uh, that's because he'd been planning to pop the question when Sophie got home that night. So he created a, a sign. I see. Okay. He did contact his parents seeing if they could quickly take the sign down and the lights, but they live um, quite far from us so they couldn't remove it all because he really didn't want us to have to share another thing because all through life we've had to share a lot of moments together. My issue... Sophie, what's your issue? My issue is that Amy has planned her wedding seven weeks apart from mine. So I started looking for locations a couple of months after I got engaged. So I started looking in April of 2021 and I locked in a location that month. So it was it was almost two years out from my future wedding date. So I'm, I locked in for March 2024. So I had about almost two years of planning and Amy didn't start looking until nine months after me. So okay. I think that she should have been a little bit more considerate and not planned so close. Well, okay, well, I'm going to go to Amy now. Amy, why didn't you pick another date? I didn't pick another date because the date that came available um, was my grandparents' wedding anniversary. There were three dates available. Two mm. were in October 2023. Yeah. The other date was January 13th. And so I thought that would be amazing because it would feel like they were somehow involved in the day. Also being January, it's holidays. So if we had people coming from interstate, it would make it a better advantage they could go on holiday well, I also yeah. think it's disrespectful to your partner because it's one day before his actual birthday so I think you're taking a bit of shine away from his day as well no that can be a, <laughs> no what, it's his 36th birthday how do you know he might how do you know that's taking shine away he might actually think that's fantastic because he can celebrate <laughs> his birthday with everybody at a wedding the next day hmm well, each to their own, I suppose. That's right. All right. Well, so you felt sentimental about January 13, 2024, but you knew the date of the 9th of March. Yeah. Of, for um, Sophie. I, you knew that was her wedding date, that it was yes, only going to be a couple of months apart. Amy, when you told Sophie about your plan, did you feel like a bit sheepish about, oh, I have to break this to her, how am I going to say it? Did you feel like that? Initially, I wasn't. It was the reaction that I so got that was so care. poor. From you, she no, actually I, never, I, she I, actually never told me. No. So what <laughs> happened is I told her the three dates, and then I said um, that it looked like we're going to have to go with January because. No, but you told her three dates to soften the blow. You already knew you were choosing January. (laughs) No, I I actually didn't. Well, why did you? Why did you? I mean, that doesn't make sense because Sophie's complained, and you've gone nut bang. January. Well, to be honest, Gina, the my concern over October was because um, it would take so long to get dresses, bridesmaids' dresses. What you, you know, we bought off the rack With no, <laughs> this was in this was um this was December. Uh, sorry, December of twenty twenty two, and this was October twenty twenty three. Yeah, so, so it was 10 less months. less than a year. So but ten that's months. Enough time. Well, I didn't think it was enough time to lock everything no, in because of COVID. No, that's not what you're telling me. You told me it's because it's your grandparents anniversary yeah, and you true. felt sentimental. So you knew that you were only telling your sister three dates to try and soften the blow. Don't worry. I don't want to hear anymore. Sophie, how did it go? Did you have an argument together? 
Well, the worst thing was I thought that she was still deciding. So she told me that she was thinking about it. And the only way that I actually found out was because I gave my mum a call and I'm like, oh, where are you off to? And she said, oh, I'm just at the bank picking up the deposit for Amy's um, venue. And I was like, what? Have they gone ahead of the day? everybody was too scared to say anything. Even my mum. My mum's like, what's the big uh, deal? It's evolving. Okay, because you knew that it wouldn't be nice. No, because we knew Sophie's reaction is so over the top about everything. She's a bit of a diva. Are you like that, Sophie? That's not true. No, <laughs> I'm not at all. I'm, I'm high, well, ma- high would, maintenance is the way I'd say. I don't think there's anything wrong with being high maintenance, but um, I would more describe myself as maybe a sensitive soul, so I was just a little bit hurt. Sophie, what did you say? Did you have an argument about it or did you just say, well, I hope you're choosing October? Yeah, I, I mean... I think that it ended up in probably an argument. I, I remember we were on a walk together. I think you actually ended up storming off, Amy, because you didn't want to hear my point. No, of view. it was also mentioned at a number of Christmas parties in front of people. Sophie decided to ask people's opinions and then got extremely heated in front of at everybody. A white party. That wasn't very nice, yeah. Sophie. What about Kate? Did she <laughs> bought into the argument? Kate is team Sophie, so Kate thinks it's a little bit sneaky and a bit. It's funny you say that because Kate's told me differently as well, Judge Gina. So you guys have a podcast. Do you work together? Was Kate on the podcast? Yeah, we all work. Also, all yeah, three well, of all you, three how many times have you thrashed this out for your listeners? I think they're bloody overhearing about it. So, so we've got to put it to bed. So will you agree when I make a ruling today that that will put it to bed? Yes, yes. I Judge Gina, so. I must say we did get messages from listeners of the podcast who said, I don't know what Soph's going on about. Like it's too much. Amy, vice versa, I think we'll respect Judge Gina's of course. decision. Of course. I'm happy to put it to bed. But I am interested to hear what your listeners have been saying. They think that Sophie's re- overreacting a bit. I think this was a handful of people's comments. I think yes. Amy's selectively said, choosing I mean, who. What's the big deal? It's two months. Well, it's that's a happy your time. view and that's why yeah. you're here because Sophie doesn't mm-hmm. agree and Kate doesn't agree. What about your mum? Mum, I think, is actually on my side. Why do you think she's on your side? What's she said? Sophie, do you agree? Your mum's on Amy's side? <laughs> I think. Mum knows that Amy's a bit disorganised and I think Mum just wanted her to lock in a date so she was happy for her to choose any date that was available because I think there was a bit of fear happening that she might have to wait even longer. Can I ask the question though because the October dates did fill up really quickly and, you know, you you even told me um, oh, I don't think that's enough time for you to organise the wedding. When did you want me to get married? Because that's the issue, Gina. I'm 34. She was saying, you know, if you don't like October, why don't you get married in January 2025? No, I didn't say that. If you're getting older and you're running out of time, then the October date is better. <laughs> and that's, also- that's the date she's saying. So I don't think you can take that argument very far. And why did you wait a year to look then? You got proposed to in December 2021. She can wait as long as she wants. If there was such a concern from Sophie and her partner about the wedding dates being oh, so close, then why did he? Your got an issue, Sophie. Yeah, so well, why, why, well, hang on, hang why on. did he propose? Sophie, does yeah. your partner have an issue about Amy's wedding date? <laughs> oh, he hasn't verbalised it to her. I think he's just a bit upset. Just behind my back. You have said in your application, though, that you do have guests coming from interstate, so that can be problematic because there's a cost associated with being at the wedding. Tell me about that. Yeah, I just think we've got family from interstate who, when I told them about the the wedding dates, they were already telling me that they won't be able to make it. Uh, so That's that was not true. Yeah. What, to both oh, of they, them or well, any of them? That they won't be able to make it. They'll have to choose between who? the two weddings. Uh, who? Well, I don't know. What, our cousin. <laughs> 
This is one relative and um, Sophie's already put her invites out before me, Judge Gina. So people will be booking in to go to hers first. And that's why I allowed her because of that issue. No, it doesn't always work like that. doesn't always work like that because sometimes people wait for closer to the event to book flights. So I'm not, I don't agree with that. I think if you, there's a wedding in January, you'll book your flight maybe November or December. Some people are a bit more organised than that, but we can't anticipate that entirely. I've let Sophie do everything ahead of me. So but she's that's got not she's, because you've chosen to, that's because you're disorganised. No, she's got, I allowed her to get all her wedding invites out, set the date for her hen's party. I made it clear that I didn't want to impact her day. How many people have you got at your wedding? I'm having around 140. All right. And how many are you having, Sophie? I'm having 100. Are you asking for gifts or have you got a wishing well or what's the situation with gifting? Oh, we've both got a wishing well. So, yeah, it'll be hopefully a monetary contribution being put forward. So monetary contribution from your guests. (laughs) Is that what you're saying? I mean, I can't remember the little polite poem where you basically ask for money, but, yeah, it will be a wishing well. And what what have you put on yours, Amy? I haven't officially put it out. We haven't sent ours out yet, but um, being 34, owning a home, we've already got a lot of cooking stuff and uh, all the sort of stuff you generally get given as a wedding. So we'd prefer money, to be honest. So how are you? How do you ask your guests for money? Just say, hey, nice thought, but we'd actually prefer money. <laughs> <laughs> I think, as Sophie said, there's a cute little poem that most people put that's like, we'd invites. love your attendance, but. Well, I had a cute little couple here the other day who were asking their guests to pay. I saw oh. that. That's not what, on. What, for the food? No, to attend. Pay per head, oh, $50 a head. basically a ticket. Oh, that's yeah. cheeky. Yeah, wow. that's not on. Amy, with the cost associated with the wedding in January, have you looked into that? No, to be honest, um, we haven't particularly looked into it because most of our guests are in Adelaide. We actually haven't even sent out invites out doing that this week, so... So it's just your family that are interstate. Does your partner have interstate relatives? When we say family, it's it's a few aunties and cousins that are interstate that are sort Where of are they? It's up in the air. They're in Sydney and Perth. Well, how much is an airfare from Adelaide to from Sydney to Adelaide? Mm, Not much. I don't know a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, and and I was told some relatives from Sydney might be coming over anyway around January to make the most of the. School holidays. School holidays, that's right. So, Sophie, if you're genuinely worried about it, I mean, I know you'd ha- you've had it booked for some time, so the option may not be available for you to change the date, but did you explore that? I couldn't actually change mine because all of my vendors by that stage had been locked in as well. I just want her to be mindful that it has caused some issues because now our hens parties are really close. I think it's quite inconsiderate. Why for... don't you just do them together? I mean, Why don't you just like... cut to the chase, you share the wound, <laughs> share the wedding date, share the photographer, share the designer, just share everything. What's the resistance I mean... here? Can't you see the universe has got a hold of you and just catapulting <laughs> you together in everything that you do? Judge Gina, <laughs> we just don't want to end up in new ideas, those freaky sisters who got married on the same day. That's, That's our right. concern. So, Amy, you'll have a hen's night a couple of weeks before your wedding. Would that be right? Uh, I'm having my hens in November and then Soph's having hers in December. Okay. When did you decide on that? Well, I did want to have mine closer to my wedding, but unfortunately Amy is going on her honeymoon straight after. Have you got a lot of mutual friends? Are they 
Will they be, both be coming to we've, Hens We've night? got a very similar friendship group, so apart from the friends that we've made through our yeah. partners. So it will be the same group of girls. Again, I feel awkward asking them to all pay so close to one another. So what's it going to cost? What's a Hens night costing for them? I think like $100 a head. How many guests at your Hens night? I think I've got 23. 23, okay. All right. What's the plan for the Hens party? Uh, so we're just doing just a dinner out at a nice um, restaurant so, and then going out to town afterwards, so nothing too too much. Like karaoke, to too much strippers, towards it. nothing like that. No, no, no strippers. I'm not, <laughs> Judge, I'm not. Judge Gina, do you know the Judge Gina, do you know the fuss that went into naming Sophie's hens party? No, is it has it does it have a name? What's it called? It's it's La Dolce Vita and it's what? I've had countless You've stolen that from someone else and what you had a lot of fuss coming up with the name that you stole from someone else. No. <laughs> what? It's a theme. It's a theme. Oh, it's a that's theme, a theme. So it's a dress up. You yeah. want to dress like uh, Yeah, it's just more of an Italian sort of summer. Uh-huh. Summer vibes, so. I see. All right. And what about you, Amy? How many yours? Oh, how many guests? Uh, I think it's around 35 or something like that. Gosh, where are you going? <laughs> we're actually doing it um, at my house. So this we're is, doing. This is the other thing, Gina. Maybe this is. We have to plan her hens party in her backyard. So it's going to be a bit of a nightmare. It's a tennis theme. So and unfortunately, I don't have a tennis court. I know, Gina, you don't like tennis courts, but if I, don't I have, have a one, tennis could court we? either. I'm sure the whole world knows that story. Yeah, you could have worn your heels to mine if I had one, but. Um... <laughs> I don't own a tracksuit and I don't have runners. I would have had no issue with you rocking up to my tennis day in your heels. But, um, yeah, but so we're doing... no tennis court. Okay, yeah. so what's the inspo there for a tennis theme? Oh, it's, it's, it's Wimbledon theme. So everyone can dress Wimbledon. in white. Yeah. Okay. All right. So and that, what's that costing you ahead, do you think, for 35 people at your house? I think it's a little bit less. I think we're doing about because, uh, we're yeah, we're having catering there. So I think we're still crunching the numbers. I'm assuming around $75 a head just to cover the cost of alcohol and food. So, Sophie, what you've said to me in your application, you would like Amy to apologise in front of everyone <laughs> at your wedding and it can't be sarcastic. Good well, luck I on actually, that one. What? I actually did, I did change my... Um, what I wanted, I actually wanted her to cover the costs of what? my hen's party, considering you I have to just keep backflipping, Sophie. I didn't want it to be too theatrical at my wedding, so I had a change of heart and thought maybe an well, apology wasn't I think you, wasn't it's a good suitable. change of heart because why would you drag this <laughs> dirty laundry into your wedding speeches? <laughs> I think that you could leave that well and truly behind and not tarnish uh, yes, anything. That's right. But it is a funny story, <laughs> I suppose. Okay, but what you actually really want is what? Tell me. I would just like her to cover the costs of a chunk of my hen's party because so I've now had to. So to pay for your hen's party. Well, I mean, bridesmaids do that anyway, don't they? Well, so why do I need to rule it? Is she not likely to do it? Well, I think, yeah, she might get out of it. I don't know. She's got a, an expensive wedding to pay for. So. <laughs> well, we're going to send her down the gurgler financially. She's got a lot of expenses. <laughs> Maybe just a donation towards the hen's a party donation. to make it a fun night. <laughs> I see. All right. Well, that's fun. Okay, so that's what you'd like. And how much is the donation that you're after? Well, I think it was around the $1,000 mark. 1000 Is that all? <laughs> okay. Amy, you're counterclaiming, counter-suing for pain and suffering caused by <laughs> Sophie's overreaction. That's correct. 
you know, can you explain the pain well, and suffering? The pain and suffering is because it was supposed to be a really happy time when you announce we've chosen this venue. It's very exciting. Hang on, there's more. Yeah. To right this wrong, I want Sophie to pay for Dale and I to have what? What? <laughs> Alpacas at your wedding? <laughs> what? We said at the start we wanted our wedding to be really fun. Is that fun? And not for the alpacas, <laughs> I can't imagine. But as Sophie took away from the initial fun, I think it's only fair for her to cover the cost. Oh, and you've given me info on alpacas. Did you get the price on that? I think it's around the $800 mark. For alpacas. how many alpacas? Yeah. Who has alpacas? I, believe there's... I mean, I did marry a European man. His family were all very hairy. I could have said there were <laughs> alpacas at that wedding. <laughs> well, judge, they yeah, may not you're, like that. But Georgina, you're a wedding celebrant. You've seen I it am all. A wedding so celebrant. I have seen all sorts at weddings. There seems to be a lot of fun taken out of this wedding experience because Sophie's been just ridiculous about these dates. Let's be honest. So you think that the alpacas will put the fun back into it? I think so, Judge Gina. I What's think that? Judge no, Gina, okay. can you so let's can take you Sophie out of the equation. Though? Would you seriously have organized alpacas at your wedding? Yeah, we were actually trying were. to get donkeys. Can you see my frustration, Judge Gina, though? This is what I was concerned about in the lead-up. Amy has a lot of wacky ideas, but she doesn't quite have the organisation to make sure that these things are locked in. All right, I'm going to make my decision. I'll be back in a moment. Judge Gina is deliberating and will soon hand down her verdict. Please do not leave the courtroom. Okay, so I've made my decision. So, Sophie, you're asking for $1,000 from Amy to pay for your hen's night. And, Amy, you're asking Sophie to pay $800 for alpacas. What I'm going to do is I'm going to make a ruling and I'm going to rule right in the middle for both of you. Sophie to pay, Amy, $400 for the alpacas. And, Amy, I'm ruling that you pay $500 for Sophie's hen's night. So we're meeting in the middle and you're both going to get half of what you're asking for. Good luck. And that's my final decision. I am really happy with today's outcome. I think it was really fair and it was just nice for both of us to get our point of views out. She really grilled both of us. I mean, I was sweating at one point thinking, God, am I being over the top? Am I in the wrong? I'm pretty happy with Judge Dana's decision because I was actually concerned quite often throughout the trial that she was on Sophie's side. So I'm pretty happy with the decision. I was worried that bringing this up again would cause a bit of an argument, but I think it was nice to hear that she wasn't trying to be vindictive in planning her wedding so close to mine. So I think it will make things a little bit easier going forward. My only concern is it is still up in the air because whilst Gina acknowledged we were both sort of right, she also acknowledged that we were both wrong. So I don't necessarily think it's put an end to things, but I think it's made one another feel heard and justified. So hopefully the weddings will be a happy occasion and we can just forget about it. This has been an iHeart production.